And welcome back to the episode of the Consistency. It's me, your boy, Eli. It's me, Joe. And we're going to have a really quick one, um, considering that we just recently talked about Shazam, Fury of the Gods, which is pretty decent in my opinion. Yeah, uh, it has, I think, I guess it's been underperforming at the box office, which is why uh, there's been some interesting news coming out recently yeah. about the movie. And not only that, but also just like, we're getting a new DC uh, slate. It's kind of like, why, why, do, why, why do we care what happens to Shazam? Even though we don't know 100% what's going to happen to him or anyone involved in that project. Yeah, I guess it's more sort of like, man, I guess this is the reason why we need the DC uh, mm-hmm. film department re- needed a whole new uh, restructuring. We needed to bring in James Gunn to help write the ship and like straight up, you know. Yep, be the, the captain of this failing boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because... Um, Apparently, from uh, sources, uh, the there is a post-credit scene in. Uh, By the way, I think we can go full spoiler on this one. Yeah, yeah, because I think it's sort of like, yeah, I mean, it's been a week, but I, it's sort of like it's very big in the news mm-hmm. right now. So I think if you haven't heard, then yeah, there is a post-credit scene in Suzam, um, where he gets talked to by the. Uh, uh, those two uh, dudes, or the dude and the lady, if you don't know their names. I know they're in the show Peacekeeper. Yeah, they're uh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah, it's it's the two, um, the one being played by um, James Gunn's wife. Yeah. <clears throat> so they come in and try to essentially um, bring in, um, you know, Shazam into the Justice Society. Which is like, it's kind of weird. We have Justice Society and Justice League. Working yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay, that's funny. Yeah, he's just making fun of like... Oh, wait, is that the one with Wonder Woman? And he's like, why are you obsessed with Wonder Woman, dude? It's like, well, I mean, if it doesn't have Wonder Woman, then I'm not in, guys. I mean, also, it's like, Justice League, Justice Society. I mean, we got we to gotta come up with some new names here. And then yeah. the the the, uh, the punchline of the joke is just like, oh, uh, here's another uh, 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 synonym, Avengers Society. Ooh. I like that name. one. That's so familiar. <laughs> <laughs> that, was like, that was a good joke. Which, yeah, you know, it's like, it's a, I think it's probably the... Like, out of all the times I think these Marvel and DC, the movies, have ever referenced each other, I think the one I can think of is Internals, where the little kid's like, he's like Superman. He's like, I'm not Superman. I'm going to wear a cape. <laughs> and then uh, I always hear in DC where it's like, Avengers Society. Oh, I like that name. Why does that sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but more to the point, so, that's, so that was the scene, but originally, it wasn't supposed to be those two. Uh, but originally, it was supposed to be um, Hawkman. Was supposed to recruit him, mm-hmm. and someone by the name of Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> was very much like, "No, screw that! I don't want that. I want Superman. I don't want to fight this this grown ass man child. I want the actual man. Yeah. I want the Superman. Yeah, because if you haven't heard, this has been sort of a interesting uh, thing." I don't. I think we touched about it a little bit when we reviewed Black Adam. Yeah, but um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, reportedly vetoed this cameo and credit scene because I guess he does not like the idea of attaching Black Adam to Shazam, even though Black Adam is one of Shazam's like most popular villains. He's he's his Green Goblin. Damn it. Yeah. 
No, it's it's this is Venom, I would say. Yeah, you know, like a dark <laughs> altered version of himself or whatever. But you know what I mean. Like when you think of Shazam, you think of Black Adam too. Like mm-hmm. th- those two are constantly beefing. Uh, but you know, considering how much I guess creative control the the Rock has had with his uh, with the Black Adam character, uh, yeah, I, he is straight up like. Like, uh, I mean, granted, it hasn't been confirmed from him himself, but these, but these are, like, incredible sources being like, hey, yeah, no, The Rock didn't want uh, any of the Justice Society characters to show up actually on screen mm-hmm. to, like, you know, recruit him. Because, you know, it did, you know. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I think you're right, Ellie. He does not, he, for as much as uh, The Rock likes playing Black Adam, he does not want him to be related to Shazam even though they have basically the same power set. They have the same history, the same power set. It's 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 a lot of things, right? And it's really weird and I find it very weird that he's very much like no. None of that. And yeah. and you can tell it's I don't want to <clears throat> Don't get me wrong, I like The Rock. I like him ever since his days in WWE. Yeah, no, The Rock is a very uh, charismatic and mm. uh, just fun guy, you know. But he's he's going through a very much like a weird ego thing right now, like it's like he's he's very much worried about his brand. He wants to be like the big bad cool guy. I mean, I guess. I mean, I think reportedly during when he was uh, in the Fast and Furious franchise, yeah, he was upset. About Vin Diesel's contract in those movies where he can't lose, yeah, like his report, like his character can't lose a fight, and then uh, both The Rock and Jason Statham uh, both got similar contracts when being in those movies or whatever. Where it's yeah. like we can't lose a fight, you know. It's like it's like what the, f-? Uh, and I don't know if that stuff has technically carried over to anything The Rock has done recently. No, but it'd be very weird if it did, and it's like. So yeah, I mean, I, I it would be super weird if The Rock still has that contract in all his movies, because can you imagine if he was in in that Rampage movie? He's like, I can't lose this fight, and it's like, Rock, you're not gonna lose against a bunch of animals. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. You're the main. Ca- I don't know. Yeah, I think you were right. Uh, you know, I, he he wants to play uh, a cool bad guy. Yeah, but he doesn't want to lose. Either. Either. I mean, I guess... Because, yeah, I know Black Adam has... He's been a villain for most of the time, but he's been recently like making a change to being an anti-hero, but he's yeah. still... Yeah. Uh, he still have villainous qualities. Yeah, like, you I think the Venom comparison's an apt one, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, because I know for a fact... Like, I think his, uh, his comic book origins, he straight up just steals the powers, right? Something like that. It's been a while. Um, I was never that into Shazam, but I knew like most some of his lore, that and like some of that you see in the, in the movie. Mm-hmm. So, that's mostly right. Though it's even funnier because like, in Shaz- in the first Shazam, they mentioned Black Adam, and like in that movie, they like, yeah, he was he betrayed us, and then he did so and so, and you see a little bit of that, in Black Adam, as I th- as I recall. Uh, yeah, there is that <clears throat> segment where he's fighting all the wizards, and that's yeah. how he gets, you know, uh, entombed. Mm-hmm. Um, heck, there's even, well, I looked into it, because I know we had a discussion a while back when, I think the director, because there was a, a scene of them 
in sitting in the chairs, right? The Suzanne family. Oh, the the, the one that's been going around. I was like, <clears throat> this never happened in the theaters. But I'm like, I swear to God, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I looked into it. I, I think it wasn't in theaters because I'm look. I looked at a uh, what post credit scenes there were. Yeah. In Suzanne one, it was, um, which one was it? It was one where he was uh trying to talk to fish like Aquaman. He's like, yeah. oh, that's not one of my powers. But the other one is the one with the little worm. Oh, yeah. I remember now. I remember now. Yeah. No, what I think happened, because I know for a fact they did show it, but I think they showed it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, they posted it online, like, maybe a week or two after, as, like, I think it was supposed to be, like, an alternate post credit scene or whatever. Yeah. Where it's, like, they're all sitting in the chairs, and it's, like, huh, that's weird. There's one, there's one chair, like, still open, though. Which, I, you know, I guess is supposed to imply, you know, Black Adam. Yeah. But now I'm starting to think, like, maybe the reason that wasn't in there is because The Rock was straight up like, no. No, I ain't hanging out with these pansies. <laughs> I'm Black Adam. It's like, mm-hmm. Rock, you're The Rock. No, I'm Black Adam now. I don't know. I mean, granted, there's been mm-hmm. the whole joke uh, that The Rock really wanted to play a superhero, but a superhero who could beat Superman. And mm-hmm. I guess either he Googled it or he asked some random nerd on the street, like, who can beat Superman in a fight? And it's like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, a couple of characters, I guess. I mean, technically, maybe Black Adam. And, you know, it's like, Black Adam, he sounds kind of cool. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. It very much sounds like that. Because, like, every, every time I, I think about it, it's like, he's very much interested in, like, shaking the world of DC. Dude, he, I think <sighs> when he... Was when they finally started like promoting Black Adam, I was like, this will, sh- you know, this movie will shake the foundations of the DC universe or something like that. Yeah. You know, like it changes the power dynamic, you know? And yeah. it's like, what the? F- <laughs> it's, it's a very weird, like. Could you imagine, uh, hmm. could you imagine Jared Leto walking into a stage and being like promoting Morbius? Like, Morbius is going to change the landscape of Marvel superheroes. <laughs> It's like no. Granted, I'm not get out of here, Morbius. I'm not comparing Morbius to Black Adam. I think Black Adam's clearly more interesting and cooler character than Morbius, but they're both on. I think on an equal level of like not that well known. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's like <clears throat> you can't really market it that well. Is all yeah. I'm saying. Like it feels like you feel. It feels like you're overhyping a character that most people, especially uh, regular people, not people who are into comics, mm. have know nothing about. Like it is kind of shocking that Shazam was able to, you know, be good at the box office when it came out because it's like, yeah, Shazam is a popular character, but like mm-hmm. back when he showed up, nowadays he's like very, like, you know, under the radar. Well, I mean, you also got to think about like the way Shazam, um, the whole legal battle for that name. Yeah, his original name being Captain Marvel, and then you know DC suing them because he thought it was too much like Superman, so they had to give up that. And then uh, Marvel coming out with actual Captain Marvel, but it's Marvel, and then it, it, it's complicated. It's, it's a whole thing. Uh, there's a vi- I'm pretty sure there's videos on YouTube though. Oh yeah, thing. there's definitely videos on YouTube that sort that out. It's it's oh, weird. It's a weird, <laughs> weird. You know, copyright is just weird sometimes. But, you it's know? very weird. <laughs> yeah. Wait till uh, Mickey Mouse gets in the middle of that. Well, I mean. Not no, I'm not gonna get on a tangent. I'm not gonna get on a tangent because it's not. It's technically uh, the original Mickey Mouse Steamboat Willie that's going to be in the copyright like public domain. Yeah. So I think that's Disney's workaround because they've been fighting so hard to keep Disney Mickey, bro. 
But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, back to the subject at hand. You know, like it's super weird mm-hmm. that the Rock somehow like managed to get this creative control. You know, it really is considering how much um, like control lack of control he has in other projects he's very much into having control over this yeah it's because i'm like i'm trying to think of like other like properties where an actor has this much control i mean i guess maybe tom cruise in like the mission impossible movies because remember when uh henry cavill was in those movies oh yeah yeah, they wanted to do reshoots for justice league but he had grown him out of mustache and they were like People were just like, why don't you just shave off the mustache and put a fake mustache on for uh, the Mission Impossible movie or whatever? And uh, I think it was reported that Tom Cruise's death was like, no, absolutely not. You cannot do that. And that's why we have Weird Mouth Superman in Justice League because they had to CGI his mustache. Really weird. Listen, all I'm saying is is that Tom Cruise is partially responsible for the failure of Justice League. And I I feel like more people should talk about that. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um but yeah, no, and so what this comes into light is that he is very much not that, not saying he isn't or wasn't ever, but like he's, it's making him look like not a team player within the DC universe. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like these are on, they're, they're, these are like, I wouldn't say ensemble films, but they're like, they're big projects. Like everybody mm-hmm. has to at least be on the same page and stuff. I mean, it's a wonder that the MCU is able to like put out stuff. I mean, heck, there, I remember there was a story, there was a, a news article, yeah, when, uh, when both um, Moon Knight came out and then like to the lead up of a uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, where Taika and I think the showrunner for Moon Knight straight up were talking about like the implementation of the different you know pantheon of gods because yeah. Moon Knight's very into the Egyptian god landscape and stuff and then, yeah. Obviously, Thor was meeting up with Zeus and stuff, so it's like, all right, how do we, you know, because there's a, you know, the whole, the whole plot point in Love and Thunder where they go to the realm of the gods, basically, yeah, where all the gods hang out. So, yeah, I mean, like, you you have to have those like sharing notes sort of thing, like, okay, you're doing this, okay, yeah, all right, that makes sense. Let's, uh, you know, because all those movies, I mean, it's a connected universe, yeah, but you know, not everything's gonna be like. Everybody has to be somewhat on a similar page of like, okay, what are you doing here? Okay, let me sure. Uh, I want to make sure I don't step on your toes here. But this is the opposite of the case where The Rock is like, hey, no one's touching any characters from Black Adam movie. All right, they're my characters, and it's like, no, Brock, it's all part of the DC universe. You're, you're all like part of the DC universe. You gotta share. You you have to fight Shazam at some point. No, I ain't fighting no scrangly kid. I ain't gonna lose to some kid. It's like, Rock. This isn't you. This is just a character you're playing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it, it feels like. Right? It, it does. It does. And and again, not to bash on the Rock because I've always grown up to liking the Rock. Like I said, yeah, no, yeah, I, it's I, great. I love him in, in WWE. He was always one of my favorite characters to play in any video games. Uh, he was a Scorpion King. He was a Scorpion King. But then again, if you think about it, it's been going on since probably the Scorpion King. I mean, I guess because in Mummy Two, he was the he was the weird Scorpion monster thing. But then he got his own spinoff movie. Yeah. Where, you know, where he's... He was a total badass. Yeah. And I love that movie. And there's a whole bunch of Scorpion King sequels that don't have The Rock in it. Which is weird. Definitely weird. Very weird. Very weird. Uh, But, yeah, it's, like, because Robbie Darner Jr. didn't do that with his Marvel contract. He wasn't like, no, I'm going to make these movies the way I want. He had three movies, and then, like, Marvel had to keep begging him to come back, so they gave him more money. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like, 
you, you know, like that that doesn't seem like to happen with. The and Rock. to be fair, like he he he's willing to do it too. Yeah, he was willing to do it. It's like yeah, you know, like he he loves the he loves the universe just as much as any of the fans. Yeah, I mean, some could say like it helped him revitalize his career. You know, after yeah. his whole uh, stint with like drug rehab and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, like Iron Man made him a household name again. You know, he has you know a lot of. He seems like a fun guy. Yeah, but it's because I think the 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 big take that most people have been taking from this whole situation has been, it seems like the you know, mm-hmm. like the Rock might have had a bit too much creative control in how he wanted this movie to go out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and maybe that's partially the reason why the movie underperformed at the box office as well. You There's know? also the the rumored of like him, uh, or has it been confirmed that he was he kind of tampered with the 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 money, where like he, they say it made this much money, but it actually didn't. I have heard stuff like that. I don't think it's been confirmed at all. Yeah, that'd be very odd. Like, mm-hmm. I'm guessing he's like inflating the numbers. Is what is what is what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's been confirmed, mm-hmm. but it, I think it's been rumored that. Yeah. Which I mean, that would be kind of. Mm, yeah. No. So uh, going back to the the whole thing, um, with him and Zachary Le- and uh, Shazam, um, you know, this is. Zachary Levi posted it on uh, on social media is that hey uh, we were supposed to have this guy but um, apparently the Rock was like nah we don't we don't want to do that which uh, which is cause like a real life fight almost not not like an actual oh, fist, like a beef a beef like. like a small little beef I would say between the uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the actors that play Shazam and yeah. Black Adam granted I don't think the Rock has responded to any of that yeah I I I, I think he's just doing other stuff at the moment mm-hmm. but. Yeah, it's when the when you're uh, when an actor, sort of your uh, your coworker, essentially, does this as well. Where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, uh, straight up, yeah, that is entirely true. Uh, the Rock straight up was like, no, you can't have any of these characters in this movie, you know. And uh, yeah, it sucks for us. Yeah, it it kind of does. I um, go for it because I don't know. Like, it definitely seems like because I know some people have been kind of somewhat defending the rock's decisions or at least his mm. ability to have this much control because obviously the rock was a key person in helping bring uh uh henry cavill back to the role of superman for a little bit like it's been pretty much said that like part of the that they wanted to do like okay the that rock, the rock wanted that superman cameo at the end of the movie order or the post yeah. scene but they were going to do, like, a, you know, like, they did in Suzanne, like, No Face Superman or whatever. And The Rock was very, like, no, it has to be Henry Cavill. All right? You got to bring him back. All right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a lot of fans, yeah, that was neat to see. And, but I don't, on the, on the other hand, I don't think that's necessarily a good enough reason to defend The Rock for all the other stuff he's been doing. Because it's like, okay, one good decision doesn't mean you're good at what you're doing right no not at all it's even and it's kind of like um funny that people are like willing to defend him at the same time like considering how much in charge he was with black adam it's kind of like funny this it's kind of like you know people are you know, saying oh but he did this but at the same time he made like a very kind of mid movie yeah you know it's sort of just like 
it's not it's like there's not a whole lot of reasons to defend the rock for all the stuff he's doing mm-hmm. it's very i think unprofessional the way he's sort of handling the sort of thing mm-hmm. and i think i mean i don't know maybe it's i don't maybe uh james gunn is like you know moving forward of the dc universe because we have you know the scene like the stuff they've announced and stuff for like future plans mm-hmm. whatever and i think none of them involve any of the Shazam characters or black adam as of yet as of yet i mean we don't know mm-hmm. um i mean it would be kind of it, it would kind of suck because i do like zachary levi as Shazam. i think it, he works out very well mm-hmm. um and i think i think part of the reason why the the, the whole dynamic between Shazam and Black Adam is mm. the way it is because I'm pretty sure like it's sort of like Black Adam in the comics is like you don't deserve the power you know you're just yeah. a kid this is you know this is BS bro mm-hmm. and you know it's like yeah but like you know the argument's like no I was chosen by the wizard I have all you know the good qualities that make a good hero and stuff and you're just a bad guy mm-hmm. you know yeah, no, it's it it's one of those things where like I I don't think he wants that kind of thing. He doesn't want to be like you know, you know, be the one beaten by anybody. It's it very much seems like an ego thing, and it's kind of sad because like, you know, I think The Rock would be a very good villain. <laughs> he has been a good <clears throat> villain, in, in, at least in WWE. Like that's how he started. Yeah, he started off as a heel. Yeah, like he was a he was a two bit wrestler that people didn't like, and then eventually he used that to fuel like at least in terms of the story. Like now I'm the Rock, I'm a badass. Screw you guys, screw everybody. Because yeah, he used to go by Rocky Johnson, right? No, Rocky Maivia. Ah, uh. yeah, Rocky Maivia, and then people would just chant Ro- "Die Rocky, Die" at him because it's like they, yeah. didn't, they didn't like him that much. And then uh, he got to the point where it's like, "Screw you guys!" Mm-hmm. All right, chanting "Rocky Die," and you know. There's a whole, I think, there's probably videos that just sort of detail his sort of, like, rise in that stuff. And he gave, he gave him such a good heel, people liked him. And then that's how he became, you know, face. Yeah. Because, like, he can't hate The Rock. Look at how cool he is, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, the same thing happened to John Cena, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. John Cena was a no-name wrestler. Then he got a... Uh... You can look it up, too. His his first match was with Kurt Angle. He, I like how the first comment on that, on that video is, like, he looks like a... Like a uh, one of those custom like uh, the custom characters, the custom creative characters in wrestling games. Yeah, it's like the default setting. Yeah, it's like Joe Random here. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. And then he develops that sort of the the persona, you know, of the 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 white boy rapper, uh, Eminem. But if he was a wrestler, yeah, you know. But you know, and then and then he and like he he was a bad guy because I remember a lot of people didn't like him. Yeah, you know, he, he changed his WWE title, Ellie. He yeah. had an old spinner thing. People didn't like that. That was too radical. Yeah. And then he, you know, he became the face of the company. Yeah. He literally became, like, I, I, like he, he was, like, the hero of the, the thing. Like, yeah, he was basically a real-life superhero in the WWE. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, and it's funny because now John is also into superhero movies as Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. And I think he acknowledges, like, he's able to do the villain well pretty well. Yeah, he so, does. You know? And, like, like, even in his show, it's like, he's a villain, but he's got a good heart. Yeah, like, that's, I feel yeah. like that's what you would want from The Rock to do, but I don't know. I guess, maybe it's like, because I know sometimes in wrestling, you're supposed to, like, take the fall. Yeah. To help promote a new guy, and sometimes, uh, I'm guessing, 
from what I understand, some wrestlers don't like doing that because it hurts their image. Uh, you think it's one of those things? Maybe. Like, it's like a holdover from his wrestling times. Granted, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm mm-hmm. not. I know this is me speculating, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just sort of like The Rock feels like he's a top dog, uh, actor or performer mm. or whatever in hollywood and he can just do all these action stuff he doesn't want to now be like a bad guy heel character in a superhero movie mm. you know and like you know obviously have to be losing against a character especially if it's shazam who is mm. whole shtick is a kid who turned into a superhero mm. kind of thing you know I think that's why he's more he likes the the idea of him just fighting Superman because I mean it's, it's Superman. If you lose you you lose to Superman. Yeah, you know, it's like those old uh comics where Superman fought against uh, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. <laughs> kind of things. It's like shit, Muhammad Ali beat up Superman. He's a comic book character though. He said things he's not real. I didn't, didn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it was still pretty cool. And it's and like I think I think you're right, I, th- I think you're right. And uh, it's probably a holder of that kind of mentality. Um, and again, like I don't think The Rock is a terrible actor. I think he's pretty like a you know serviceable. He he does love a lot of the projects he's on. And that's clear as day. Yeah, like he, if you see his interviews with the Jumanji cast, like he has fun on those movies. It seems like. Yeah, and like I think everyone has talked really much well about him. I think it's just like it's this little bit of an ego thing. Um, but like he, he is very passionate about a lot of the projects he's on. That's something I, you know, you can't take away from him. I mean, yeah, you could argue he, he had a lot of passion for the for Black Adam. Yeah, because they were working on that movie for how long? Forever, <laughs> and, longer and, than I think it should be. Yeah, and straight up, he still was committed to like bringing it out and like doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I guess at this point, maybe it's just a pride thing, you know? Yeah. Where it's like maybe he acknowledges that the movie underperformed and maybe the whole idea of him sh- being stuck as a shazam villain is like uh, demoralizing to him. It was like no i wanted it to be something bigger yeah not i don't want to be a you know a uh just a side character in this other character's sort of pantheon mm-hmm. you know i want it to be my own thing and he can do that i mean you're not wrong i mean venom has somehow been able to be its own thing yeah, but and like Venom has like years and years of stuff in the comics where going from villain to antihero to hero to god at this point. I'll I'll explain to you later. Symbiotes, man, are weird. Yeah, they are very weird. Um, but and like, so I, I can kind of understand him from that point, right? Because like one, he's a very because I still remember when he was upset about how critics were talking about what was that movie? Was it the Jungle Cruise or something like that? Maybe. Yeah, because I remember he, one time like Peter X were like bashing on a movie, and he was like, "Hey, screw you guys, we did a good job in this movie," kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, and like, you know, clearly, like, probably the best example is him and Moana. Like he he you know thrived in that one. Yeah, like he played a very you know I remember that movie mm-hmm. and uh, you know he was a uh, Maui. I yeah. mean, granted that movie, like they definitely went hard in trying to be like. Uh, culturally accurate to yeah. uh, Pacific Islanders and that whole uh, mm-hmm. um, diaspora where the movie sort of draws its uh, lore from. Yeah. So I mean, having the Rock there, I mean, obviously he loves being. You know, when he gets to promote his uh, his uh, cultural background of being a Samoan, 
I mean, heck, uh, his his Fast and the Furious spinoff movie, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, straight up. Like I think the uh, climax, they go to back to his family, you know, and they're just doing a whole, you know, bit where he's Samoan and they like, like there's a whole like they do a Samoan warrior dance. Yeah, like you know, obviously, you know, The Rock is very passionate about that background, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I could imagine him being like, "Hey, listen, all right, you can't be mis." Talking bad about this movie, all right? We worked mm -hmm. hard. So I understand that sort of feeling. Yeah. I mean, every actor, I think, feels that way. It's very rare that uh, an actor will be like, oh, this movie sucked. I, I hated working on this movie. I just got my paycheck and I'm out. <laughs> Which can be for some people. I mean, yeah, probably for some people. I mean, you, I feel like it's probably for like a lot of older actors. Like, I feel like Marlon Brando was just like... Oh, yeah, Marlon Brando was, was very much like he didn't want to do most, most a lot of his stuff. It's like, eh, I'm just here for a paycheck. Yeah. I mean, you could argue Harrison Ford was like that for episode seven. Yeah. Though I think I think he was a little more happy to do it because he knows he's, he knew he, he was going to be <laughs> done with it. I remember everyone was like, oh my God, they're bringing back Han Solo. And I'm like, he's going to die. It's I like, mean, yeah, because that's what he was like in the original trilogy, where it's like, George. You got to kill me off. Listen, you gotta kill me. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't care about. I don't, I don't care about any of this. So yeah, obviously. Indiana you know, Jones, though. I think I remember there was a bit. I forget with what t uh, uh, one of those um, late night show hosts where he's like, "Hey, is, is a you know what can you tell about the next Star Wars, uh, Harrison Ford?" And it's like, "You got uh, twenty bucks on you?" It's like, "Yeah." I heard they're making a new one because <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's the level to the extent. He's done. Although I think uh, Harrison Ford looks more uh, uh, with the new Indiana Jones movie, he looks more yeah. happy to do those. I guess he's. Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess he just has fun, more fun with the Indiana mm -hmm. Jones movies than Star Wars. I think it's just because Star Wars has a, has a bunch of space stuff, and he's like, I don't care. I'm I'm, I'm just shooting stuff. That's that's all I do. Yeah, and like to and like you know going back to the Rock, I think it's one of those things where he's you know very passionate about this project. He didn't want to. Like you said, look like he was, you know, just a side character, which is funny because I feel like, you, you know, you can like find a way, maybe negotiate a way where you can do both, where you're you're kind of a side character in this guy's movie, or you know, in Black Bear terms, a villain, mm -hmm. but also like this is your own story you can like expand upon it, kind of like what they did with Godzilla vs Kong, or you know, like what happened with John Cena and Peacemaker, yeah. Like, it happens before. Like, this stuff happens in a lot of these mm -hmm. comic book movie stuff. I mean, yeah, it took a while, but Scarlett Johansson did get her Black Widow movie. Mm -hmm. uh, granted, uh, you know, given the circumstances, it did not end well for that. Yeah. Which, you know, sucks. Because I thought it was an okay movie, but, you know, there's a, there's a whole can of worms. Uh, obviously, Hawkeye got his own TV show, mm -hmm. which I heard was solid. You know, like, just a lot of, like, you know, spinoffs for various characters, right? Yeah. And that could also happen to him. And I really hope he he gets something like that. Though we don't know, because nowadays, I don't know if he wants to continue doing Black Gunner with, like, everything in charge. I mean, James Gunn hasn't really said much about it. I think he's yeah. open to the idea of having, you know, this stuff be continued. But, mm -hmm. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's... It's all in the future, and we can't predict the future. And that's, uh, that's where we're going to end it right there. Um, if you guys liked what you heard, be sure to follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
We're most active on Instagram. We're going to find out teacher all the podcasts that we're officially part of, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all the like. We also have a link to the YouTube for all you audio listeners out there who would like to put a face to the voice. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And if you want to support us, we do have a Patreon. It's more just there for any kind of support, really. And yeah, it's been us talking about The Rock. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it turns out well for him. I mean, he's The Rock. He can. He'll he, be fine. He'll bounce back. Yeah. It's just more of like, I think at the end of the day, this is just a clear example of like, man, DC uh, film division is very disorganized. <laughs> that it is. Hopefully it'll be better. Mm-hmm. Anyways, guys, me, what you like? It's me, Joe. You guys have a good one. Peace.